is Scott Richmond, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. In the fight against anti-Semitism and hate, so much is unpredictable. That is a given, and 2022 certainly bore that out. But we at ADL do already have a sense of what is coming down the pike in 2023. To help me look into the future, I'm continuing the conversation that I started with my colleague, mentor, and friend, Fred Block. We looked back for a few minutes, and now we will look ahead. In his role as ADL's Senior Vice President for Growth, Fred touches every part of this organization and needs to interpret that for important constituencies. I look forward to tapping into that insight, Fred, and thanks for continuing this conversation live from the WVOX radio station in New Rochelle. Well, thanks for letting me stay here in studio with you, Scott. Looking forward, uh, since we are at January 3rd, I think looking forward is appropriate, and I look forward to doing that with you. Absolutely. So uh, ADL's mission, stopping the defamation of the Jewish people, securing justice and fair treatment to all, um, you know, that's that's been uh, our guiding light. Tell us how that is informing the work we're going to do in 2023. It's a big mission. It's a lot of work to do, but we try to uh, divide it really into three main areas of our work. Number one, first and foremost, is to counter global anti-Semitism. Secondly, is to fight domestic extremism, and clearly they, they are related. And finally, to build a just and inclusive society. And we have different initiatives that are going on in each of those areas. I want to hear about some of those. Let's start with fighting global anti-Semitism. What, what's happening in that area, and what, what are we uh, looking forward to in 2023? Well, there's nobody at ADL that doesn't wake up every morning thinking about this is the fact. It's the first part of the mission to stop the defamation of the Jewish people. So it's something that we clearly have to lean into all the time. But we can't just rest on our previous laurels, and we were pleased to announce last year the formation of our new Center on Anti-Semitism Research, and I believe you had I Matt, 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 Matt Williams, Williams here. the on, director on the show. Absolutely. Um, and so there are some very exciting things that are going to come out of, our, of this particular center, and the way Matt describes it, he puts it into, into three buckets, describing the problem, diagnosing the problem, and treating the problem. And if I may, real quickly, um, describing the problem is, is to be able to do research on how significant is anti-Semitism and, and does it function like other kinds of prejudices or is it very unique and some interesting research coming out of there. Diagnosing the problem, you know, who holds anti-Semitic attitudes in this country and why do they? And how do we count and measure anti-Semitism and, and what's the impact on the various communities, the Jewish community and other communities as well? And finally, the treating part I'm super excited about because we have awarded 13 research fellowships so that we can focus on what we call intervention testing. What works and what doesn't work in the fight against anti-Semitism, either after it occurs or in prevention? So we're going to be looking at some of these great scholars and seeing and they're going to be studying various ways and coming back to us and letting us know with real hard data on what kinds of interventions will and won't work. You know, there are others doing this work as well, so not just ADL. So we are going to be finding, uh, funding some pilots through some microgrants with other organizations so that we can really roll up our sleeves and see, you know, how do we fight anti-Semitism. That's some really sophisticated tools here. And in terms of the, the fight against uh, domestic extremism? As I, I'm sure you've talked about, we have... Uh, a very robust center on extremism and we have 30 people in our uh, organization who are monitoring exposing and disrupting uh 
extremists of all shapes and sizes. And so we have built an investigative research lab at our headquarters in New York City, where not only those investigators, but people from other civil society organizations are coming and working with our investigators. We had an example just a few months ago with working together with CSI, which is funded by UJA Federation of New York, where we thwarted an attempt of somebody who was going to potentially bomb a synagogue, and he was arrested. He was found and arrested in Penn Station, an example of us working very, very closely with, uh, with law enforcement. So we will continue to build our efforts. We're building our technology so that we can very quickly monitor uh, all the thousands of websites as well as podcasts so that we can hopefully um, intervene early when we see threats to um, to any sort of community. And I know we just had on the, the show Sarah Moore from, uh, from GLAAD uh, as part of a partnership to fight against uh, attacks against the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, really important, and just in terms of uh, of the third part of the mission, adjust an inclusive society. We're working on a number of fronts. There, we were pretty nervous about what was going to happen to our democracy last year. We still are. We think there are many threats to the democracy. We think that um, some of the results of the midterm uh, allayed those fears a little bit because the election deniers generally were defeated, which was helpful. But um, the place where we, I think we have the most impact in building a just and inclusive society is in our education work, which has always been a hallmark of ADL. And our overall anti-bias education programs and resources last year reached just under 4 million students and educators nationwide. We have an extremely well-known No Place for Hate program, and there will be 2,400 schools registered for this school year, the 2022-23 uh, the, the wow, year. Um, so that will continue during this school year. Um, we have anti-Semitism and Holocaust education reaching 1.7 million students. And finally, we have a 1,000 educators who last year took our new Breaking Down Bias online course, and we want to at least double the number of educators. So this is really starting from the bottom and trying to get to hearts and souls right, right. of folks rather than just trying to legislate or advocate or investigate uh, against, hey, we really need to get to the hearts and souls. Uh, so tell us more about some investments for 2023. Where is ADL putting its energies? We have a pretty broad agenda, but the two things I'd like to talk about maybe more, most specifically and answer that question is, one, um, we're excited that we have joined forces with an organization called JLens, which is the Jewish organization that is promoting socially responsible investing with a Jewish value lens. And we think, and the evidence is showing, that this battleground in the fight against anti-Semitism is the corporate boardroom, uh, where we see BDS activists who are pushing an anti-Israel agenda. And so JLens, now together with ADL, has a seat at the table. And uh, as, in, as influential institutional investors, we can help ensure that corporations are aligned with our values and don't fall for uh, anti-Semitic pressure. So I think the JLens initiative is going to be super exciting. Very exciting. We're going to do a future show on that, uh, really bring it to life for people. Well, that, that's great. And then I think the other investment we're making is really in, in our current footprint around the country. As I think I'm sure you've told uh, folks who listen, we have 25 regional offices who are organized into four divisions. And we really believe that together with some of the partnerships that we formed last year and the year before with URJ and BBYO and Hillel, and others. URJ, Union Reform Judaism. Yeah, thank yep. you. Um, that we need to now invest in those partnerships. They have a tremendous amount of reach 
into people, into their communities. And we have a tremendous amount of product knowledge and uh, and thought thought leadership and expertise. And so we just we need to make sure that we are invested enough so that we can build on these partnerships and make them really effective to the constituents of those organizations. Super excited about that particular effort. Very nice. Uh, among other hats, Fred, you wear the hat of Chief Development Officer. In 2022, our donors saw value in supporting ADL, despite the concerns about the economy. But the outlook for 2023, some say, is not good. So what is your view? Will a possible recession hamper ADL's ability to fight hate? Well, I'll start off by saying how gratified we as an organization are that in this troubling environment, there are uh, individuals tough-minded philanthropists, family foundations, institutional foundations, corporations who want to do something and look to ADL and want to strengthen us and been enormously successful in attracting their support. So that's been very gratifying. Listen, um, I had a 30-year career on Wall Street. I learned a long time ago that uh, my crystal ball has lots of fingerprints on it, and it's very tough. So you know, we, we are planning for a potential slowdown in one way, shape, or form. How severe it is, we don't know. If it's more severe, it's going to be affect our ability to attract capital. But we're more optimistic than pessimistic because of the need that we have and the recognition of really smart philanthropists that this is the kind of organization that needs to be supported. And they recognize as well that the demand on our services far exceeds the supply, our ability to investigate and to educate and to work with communities. So we are um, cautiously optimistic that we will have the resources that we need to do the work we do. Okay, we're coming to the end of the show, but I just want to end on a more constructive and proactive note. Uh, What can the listeners do to play their part in fighting the good fight against anti-Semitism and hate and pursuing justice in 2023? Well, thanks for asking that question. We have a very simple mantra, uh, Scott. Speak up, share facts, show strength. Speak up by any time you see anti-Semitism or hate anywhere. You say something. You can't be a bystander. You need to be an ally. And if we have more people who are speaking up, whether it's your buddy on the golf course or your colleague at the water cooler, it's really important. If you hear something that's inappropriate or something you see on social media, you need to speak up. Sharing facts in a world where there's way too much misinformation and disinformation is really our our, uh, obligation. And we hope all ADLers and all people listening to this show that you fight misinformation with real information. We need to continue to share facts. And ADL.org is a wonderful source to find out what's really going on in this world of of hate and anti-Semitism. And finally, show strength when there's a possibility to to show some strength, to come to an event like Never Is Now. Showing up makes a big difference. So there's lots we can do, and I look forward to doing it together with you and all the folks who are listening to the show. Okay, you all have your charge. Speak up, share facts, show strength. Fred, I cannot thank you enough for coming on to the show today and all the way to the radio station to do this. It has been really great. It's been my pleasure, Scott. I'll come back anytime. Uh, The old Yiddish saying says that man plans and God laughs. I hope that ADL's plan for 2023 will all come true and that we will not encounter too many surprises. If we do, though, ADL will be ready. And, of course, a big thank you to the listeners who tuned in to From the Frontlines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify to ensure that you do not miss a show. Just search for From the Frontlines. And please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My handle is at Scott A. Richmond, and our hashtag is fighting hate for good.